Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> Redwood Forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, it is VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. We've got week 15 kicking off today in Las Vegas, where the boys are. Our next guest as well, Brennan White, of course, the U.S. team lead on the trading room floor there at DraftKings. Also based out of Vegas, you can find him, Brennan White 14 on Twitter. Now, again, it's got preseason vibes to the game. Hi, Brennan. Welcome to the show. It's got preseason vibes. You are sitting right now at DraftKings, the Vegas Raiders, lane three, a total of 35. So I guess a little bit of movement there. It was 34 and a half. So have we moved up as far as the total? Yeah, we have a little. Um, still, obviously, a very low total. This game does feel like a preseason game. Uh, as far as the betting action, there's not all that much that's very interesting here, although I will sort of go into the total a bit. We've gotten most of the money on the under, but we actually model this game out slightly higher than 35. The reasoning being the Raiders have a unique defense where they play a lot of zone coverage and soft coverage until their opponent gets in the red zone. So you tend to see teams kind of drive down the field and settle for field goals. And that actually, I think, was sort of the worst type of defense for Dobbs and the Vikings to be facing last week. Dobbs historically has really struggled against zone coverage. So I think, obviously, we've got Easton Stick this week and not Herbert. Uh, but the Chargers offense is, even without Keenan Allen, sort of set up to exploit those, those gaps in the zone. Uh, and so... I think we're sort of leaning towards the over here in relation to the market, just, just because we have the chargers sort of team total projected slightly higher than everywhere else. Brennan, we've seen the number tick up. It was low as 33 and a half, I think, or might've been even 33 now, 35, 35 and a half in certain places. Um, are you surprised by the move or is this some of it? Because last week we saw a couple of backups and you saw crucial turnovers that led to scores as well. Yeah, I think that's definitely part of it. Um, I mean, the public still loves the under here. Obviously, two bad teams, backup quarterbacks, star players on both offenses, either out or questionable. We just learned that Jacobs was going to be out. Um, and, and I do think that, you know, historically, those primetime unders, Thursday night unders have been very popular. But we have seen some of our, our sharper betters on the over. I think last week we had quite a few sharper betters on the over. 
uh, including some quite large bets, which hit at halftime. So we have seen those customers return, taking the over again in this situation. Um, I think we'll probably end up closing around this 35, but it'll, it'll be an interesting uh, sort of second sample after last week. Wouldn't it be ironic that every single primetime game this year standalone has been an under and then all of a sudden you get Easton stick and Aiden O'Connell and it flies over the total. Like that would be, that would be beautiful as far as irony, the number itself, like what would we do or what would DraftKings do here? If Herbert was available and playing, let's talk about the movement there with stick. Yeah. So our look ahead, we had the chargers as four point favorites and the total at 42 and a half. Obviously, with Herbert's injury, that's a massive downgrade to the Chargers' offense. We've since gotten word, of course, that, that Allen and Jacobs aren't playing in this game. Um, I think that if, if Herbert was the starter kind of with all the other injuries as is, you'd see that total jump above 40, probably 40 and a half, 41, and you'd see the Chargers at least favored by a field goal. Uh, as far as downgrades to the backup, Herbert to stick is one of the largest in the league currently. No, no surprise there. Let's go to the Saturday game between Denver and Detroit. This is an interesting one here. A crucial game for both sides. Uh, any particular money coming in heavily on one side or the other here with the line sitting, I believe, at four with Detroit, the favorite at home? So this is a fascinating spot to me because I think there's sort of strong indicators in both directions for both teams. And we've seen tons of action on this game throughout the week, especially from our sharper clientele. And they are on complete opposite sides, which is something we don't see very often. I think on one side, you sort of have the argument that Denver's defense is finally healthy. You saw that they finally got healthy against the Bills a few weeks ago, and they've looked pretty good since, apart from the run defense being a little suspect. Wilson is playing a lot better. That offense is sort of clicking. They're well-balanced. And Detroit's defense has been awful recently so i think there's there's an argument there for denver kind of going in the right direction and detroit going in the wrong direction on the other side of things though this is a get right spot for detroit right they're coming off a couple games where they had terrible turnover luck they get to play at home denver's run defense is not very good and detroit has made it a point that this week they're going to run the ball a lot so we've seen a lot of action on montgomery overs uh, and I think that there's just sort of people subscribing to one narrative or the other or looking at one set of statistics or another and just having really strong opinions. But on the whole, it's sort of balanced itself out. So handles extremely high for this time of the week, but our liabilities are pretty low. Look, divorce my opinion because I'm a Lions fan, Brennan. I'll just say this. The season itself had never been set up more perfectly for the Lions going into that Thanksgiving game against a depleted Packer team. And Campbell got ran circles around by LaFleur. I think we would all agree with that. Here comes Peyton and all of a sudden his team is peaking and it's a team in the Lions that since Thanksgiving have really just been poor it's interesting, though, because I maybe there are DraftKings. You have the same, but I've heard sharp sharp betters, including Fezzik, that, that like the Lions this week. Yeah, yeah, it's a really interesting spot, right? Because um, this is sort of a team that has been very popular among sharper betters. Um, but you did mention coaching, and I think that that is an interesting key to this as well, right? Dan Campbell's currently the favorite for coach of the year, but... I would argue that in terms of on the field coaching, he's, he's sort of gotten schooled by a few of his opponents this year. And 
And I think there's maybe some questions around why those odds are so low. And and the truth there is just it's where the money's coming in. Um, you know, historically the the favorites for coach of the year have been the guys that have sort of taken a not so great team and, and elevated them to the point where they make the playoffs, win their division. Um, obviously that trend for the Lions started last year a little bit, so maybe he is getting some rollover credit there, but we can't seem to make the odds short enough on Campbell to take a bet on anyone else. So, you know, until until the public starts deciding, hey, one of these other guys is, is actually, a, you know, a better choice for coach of the year, we're, we're just sort of stuck with him as the favorite. Brennan, we've had long conversations about that on our show here. And to me, I don't know, just give me your personal opinion. We talked about it earlier in this week. Uh, Stefanski with the Browns, 13 or 14 to 1. He's on his fourth quarterback, second string running back outside of Amari Cooper, not a receiver that anybody else wants. Yeah, I think Stefanski's an interesting sort of play there. Um, the concern I would have is it seems unlikely. Uh, to me that they'll win that division, and you never know if, if Flacco's going to start regressing. In my opinion, this is all recency bias, right? We don't pretend that we can read the minds of the people that are voting on the award, but we see season after season the guys that finish strong win these awards. So I think if you're, if you're looking at this market and you're looking for a plus EV bet, go look at teams' remaining schedule for the rest of the season and sort of game out where that would put them in terms of playoff seating or division seating. And I think that ultimately what we'll see is, is the guy that sort of has a good last three or four weeks where their team ends up in a spot that's very advantageous for the playoffs, I think you'll see them taking home the award. Brennan White, uh, our team lead here at DraftKings on the trading room floor, talking week 15 and more. The NFL, of course, the most interesting game on Sunday, as you know, Dallas-Buffalo. The Buffalo love continues, Yes. Yeah, very much so. This is an interesting spot for us. I did not expect Buffalo to be so heavily backed here in this spot. The Cowboys have been one of the more public teams over the last few weeks. Their offense has been sort of going at an unprecedented pace, operating on all cylinders. And, And I think people kind of see this as a spot where the Bills have to sort of put up or shut up. Um, they beat the Chiefs. That was a great game for them, although we all kind of know what happened with, with the Kelsey lateral back to Tony and the, and the offensive offsides call. I think if they would have lost that game, this line would have been in a different spot. But, yeah, we can't seem to take any bets on the Cowboys, which is very strange. Um, the Bills' money line, the Bills' spread, uh, the overs popular, of course, now above uh, 50 at 50 and a half. But even things like, you know, Bills players who score the first touchdown, uh, Allen overs, things like first quarter lines, first half lines, Bills alts to win by more than a touchdown. We're just sort of getting flooded across the board. Uh, You could see this game get closer to three, but we kind of have it modeled out as as close to a pick. So I think we'll be sort of hesitant to get to that key number. Um, But, yeah, this is a really interesting spot from my perspective, kind of watching the money come in. It'll be interesting to see if after Saturday – uh, you know, we see some some of those trends change, but for now, all Bills money. Brennan, we got about a minute left. Shohei Otani, the big news in baseball this offseason, resigns with the Dodgers. Tell us a little bit about how the market move was. There anticip- excuse me, anticipation on the Blue Jays or Giants, and then he ends up resigning with the Dodgers. Yeah, this <laughs> we uh, we were kind of all hands on deck for a couple of days trying to figure out what the hell was going on. <laughs> We, uh, we made the Jays the World Series favorite off the back of the news that he might sign there. The people were traveling to Toronto to get a deal done. 
Um, that was just based on the fact that all this money was coming in on them. And obviously, we don't have inside information, so we had to sort of react accordingly. You'll see this a lot when, when there's sort of player re-signings or draft markets where markets will move wildly off of rumors. Uh, and I think, you know, even, as unlikely as it was that we all thought he was going to go to Toronto, obviously we can't rack up millions and millions of liability on a market like that. So, yeah, the price moved dramatically. Uh, and then, of course, he ends up signing with the Dodgers. And now the Dodgers are, are clear favorites to win the World Series. And since he made that move and we cut them, I think, to around 5-1, to one, We've seen even more money come in, so we've, we've had to shorten them even more. I think that'll continue until sort of spring training comes around and, and people are looking at the market and betting teams that aren't in the news so much. Brennan White, DraftKings U.S. trading lead. Appreciate it. Brennan White, 14 on Twitter. Good luck, Brandon. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. We've got some injury confirmations for tonight, and we'll get into that Otani news next. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Subscribers, $9.99. If you'd like to become a VSIN pro, just give it a try for a month. See if you like it. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Get the pro tools, pro picks, and pro tips, everything included, for $9.99. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Okay, so we do have official news as we welcome you back here on Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. This is, looks like it's official. Uh, Josh Jacobs is out. So... Of course, Raiders running back listed as questionable. Josh Jacobs with the quad is going to be out tonight. 
Samir White is slated to be the starter for the Raiders. So that's a guy that just gets high usage, a ton of attempts, could change some things tonight as far as the approach for the Raiders, but looks like, fellas, Jacobs is going to be out. Dustin, you were smiling there for any reason in particular? No, it's like, how do you attack the backfield now? Because you think, all right, Zamir White has really done nothing so far in the NFL. If you look at his game logs this year, barely used because, you know, Jacobs is such a bell cow. Well, his anytime scoring prop is plus 155. I, I need a little bit more. If I'm going to put my money behind Zamir White at that point, you want to bet Amir Abdullah? He's plus 215. Has Amir Abdullah scored a, uh, a touchdown in like the last two seasons? Like I had no idea he was even on a roster right now. It just makes things so much harder to attack because when you look at this offense, the one consistent piece you knew was they wanted to feed Josh Jacobs. It's going to be interesting. That for Go ahead, sorry, Patrick. You go ahead, Amal. I was just going to say, it's going to be interesting tonight. Jacobs has been such a linchpin for this team offensively, and with Devontae Adams coming on with illness, um, how this team performs tonight. Because even though O'Connell hasn't played well with the seven interceptions, he just is a difference maker for what you could do offensively. And it's going to be a challenge. You're right. What is White going to be? Well, we'll talk to Willie Ramirez, Associated Press. He covers the Raiders beat next and we'll find out maybe if he has an idea as to how Antonio Pierce and the approach will change without Josh Jacobs in for the Raiders. We'll, okay. Let's just have this conversation about the total. So Randall, who we all respect yeah. said there was like a 16 point difference in his numbers and what the total was listed at. Now that sounds outrageous, but then you just had Brennan White come on, and he said three different times, I wrote it down, I kept on making a mark, that they all have this game going over. It's a primetime game with two backups. Like, the Raiders, you do expect to bounce back from the performance last week. That's always an angle if a team gets embarrassed and shut out like that. But I, are you guys a little surprised that two people that we really respect now have come on the show and say they don't like but love the over? Well, first of all, no weather. You're playing in a dome on a grass field. Um, so that's, for me, that's always a first starting point. The other thing I look at, um, it's a low total. I mean, when you think about it, one of these teams has to be held to 16 points in essence, what equates to about 14 points or less. And with the Daniel Carlson, you get to the opponent's 35-yard line, you've got three points. Patrick, it's so low scoring that any turnover that occurs, unless it's one where an offense is driving, turns it over in the opponent's red zone, it almost feels like a turnover by the other side is going to lead to almost guaranteed points for the defensive side. So I can see where they're coming in on this one. And even we saw it last week in Pittsburgh, right? Uh, second half was a good underplay, but, man, the first half, it, it looked like Trubisky and company were going to be able to move the ball at will. We saw what uh, Zappi and company were able to do, so... I'm not completely shocked, but I'd have a hard time with Easton Stick, a guy who doesn't have a ton of experience. I think you're going to see some dirt balls in this game. 15 and a half for the Raiders team, to, excuse me, for the Chargers team total. So then 17 and a half to your point for the Raiders team total. Dustin, from what I gleaned from Brennan White, he was leaning more towards the Chargers scoring here and 15 and a half on their team total for the game. Yeah, so I get when we look at this, right, in the move at quarterback, we go, well, this offense hasn't looked very good with Justin Herbert, and Justin Herbert's significantly better and more talented than Easton Stick. You also factor in there's no Keenan Allen. Let me make this case, and it's a wild one. I mean, this is a weird one for, even for me. But Easton Stick has been a backup for five years. This is his fifth season in the NFL. 
The Chargers have not moved on from him. They have not added anyone. They have kept him. He is the guy. There might be a reason why they've kept him around because of this situation, right? I always think it's it's imperative for your backup quarterback to be able to use his legs because the, the main plays aren't going to be able to be as successful. The ability to scramble and make things happen, maybe there is something there with Easton, leg, Easton Stick and his mobility where he can somehow put some points on the board. But 35 just feels so far away. I, it's such a hard case to make. Yeah, I mean, it is a, quote, low total, but it's also a season where we've seen totals dip into the 20s. This is an Iowa so, football. <laughs> yeah. A couple, a couple right. of things I would add. I don't think Stick's going to run a lot. Max Dugan is his backup. I mean, you're going to be punting on first down if Max Dugan's in the game. And if you're from a Charger perspective, you're going to see what Stick can do for you because he's not your franchise, but he's a guy that if he actually shows some worth and value, you could trade away maybe, say, down the line for a fourth-round pick or something to that effect. Um, I don't know. The other challenge here when I look at it is every drive you have that gets inside the opponent's 40-yard line, you're going to need scores on because it doesn't feel like there's a margin for error where if Justin Herbert, you could go into the red zone, kick a field goal or two, you can overcome that because he can put together three touchdown drives. With Easton Stick, how many opportunities are you going to have to get in the red zone, be effective, and score a touchdown? Or what about this? You love live betting them all. Yeah. What if somehow they score on their first scripted drive? and that total goes up and then take the under after that. Absolutely. There's no question about right. it. But my feeling is it's not going to be like last week. I don't think we're going to get an opening drive score here. So let's let's hear from Easton Stick because, you know, making his first start now, came in relief a week ago when Herbert went down. He was asked yesterday meeting with the media, how nervous is he? No nerves. Uh, maybe on, on Thursday, you know, that's – kind of standard right for everybody uh, before you go out there but uh, no uh, obviously um, this isn't how I envisioned it but um, you know when they selected me five years ago you know this is this is what you want as a kid is opportunity to go play and so uh, I'm excited for that I feel like he's in town for the rodeo <laughs> after he's gonna go rope some horses I'm in I'm so impressionable like he just came across like uh, five years. All, yeah, I've heard that five years. I know, Dustin, you've repeated it, that he's been there for a while in the system. I don't know. It, I tried to sell you guys on the Raiders earlier. Again, I was just doing my job. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm, not, I, 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 I'm not betting the Raiders tonight. Okay, cover's blown. I will. I, I did go over Easton. I, I did go over Easton stick uh, 30 and a half attempts. I think sometimes you take the football out of it. I think your angle is the correct angle if you're looking for a side to bet here. And it's the side that Brandon Staley's a dead man walking and that Antonio Pierce wants to prove he deserves the job. Right there, lay the three, move on. That's the only way I would lean on the side. So I, I don't hate that. And you went stick over 30 and a half. Is it correct. attempts? Yes. Yeah, they're going to have to throw it. They're not going to be able to run the ball against the Raiders, I don't think. Uh, they have issues with their backfield with Eckler and Kelly. Eckler's been in the doghouse lately. He was banged up earlier in the year. Uh, without Keenan Allen, they can zone in on that run game. Because, oh, by the way, Mike Williams isn't in the lineup anymore right now. He's injured. So, yeah, I, I totally get where you're coming from. They could be down, down a score, and he's going to have to sling it. And that's the issue there. The ball is going to be in Easton Sticks' hands, and no one knows how he's going to perform. The, we have Willie Ramirez on the Raiders beat coming up, so we can ask him 
everything we've been discussing for this exciting Thursday night affair. Uh, <laughs> Rinse and repeat on Thursdays, man. I'm going to hammer this all every single day. Every single Thursday from here on out, I'm going to remind everyone how bad these games have been. Even the one that was supposed to be good was Ravens, Bengals, and Joe Burrow got hurt. No, he didn't. Yeah, play. that's true. Oh, yeah, he got hurt in that yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. And we, that's when we were at our peak oh. with our 40 to 1. Still would do it again. We were, Still would do they're it again. Ten, I think they're like t- plus 10,000 now to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, we were flying then. Here, I'll give, um, one, I'll give one more one of my props here. I'll save the other one for later. I mentioned the backfield for the Chargers. Here's an angle on I'm going to go Austin Eckler over four and a half receptions plus 110. He may not run the ball as much, but he's definitely the better receiving back between him and Kelly. I went back and looked. Keenan Allen missed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games last year. This is what Austin Eckler averaged through the air as a receiving back. He averaged 7.28 receptions and 41.14 receiving yards a game. You have a backup quarterback who's want to get. He's going to want to get some quick completions in to get acclimated to the game speed. I think Eckler over four and a half without Allen in the lineup. He is the number one passing option for the Chargers. <laughs> you can sell me. I'm trying. Me. I'm trying. Comes with a free pair of tires. <laughs> I would say. This would be a good game if you're interested in like checking out Allegiant for the first time because it's going to be. Oh, I got the price for tickets. Oh yeah, let's hear it. Ninety-six dollars. Oh, trust the secondary me. Secondary market: the cheapest ticket is ninety-six. Ninety-six bucks, bucks no, no, right it's, now. It's only two twenty-five Pacific. Check back at four thirty. You'll be fine. <laughs> telling you right now. Well, R- Willie Ramirez, he got in free with a press pass. He's probably already there at Allegiant, and we'll talk to him. He's on the Raiders beat next. Here, Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Okay, a little break to tell you about Zinn Nicotine Pouches. We're always debating what team is number one here on Sharp Money, but Zinn Nicotine Pouches are already there. Help millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. You can find your Zinn at your local convenience store online at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. As a warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Of course, you've got... Week 15 kicking off tonight, Allegiant State, a beautiful stadium there in Las Vegas, right off the strip. The Raiders are laying three with O'Connell, Easton Stick, and the Chargers, 35 on the total. To discuss, we'll talk to Willie Ramirez on the beat, on the Raiders beat, at Willie G. Ramirez, Associated Press, and the Sporting Tribunes covered Vegas sports for a long, long time. We say hi to Willie. Hi, Willie. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. I don't know if we needed that extra long in there, but yeah. I've just saying a legend. How about that? I've definitely been in Las in Las Vegas since this was dirt in which the stadium I'm standing on here in Suite H of Allegiant Stadium. Before Patrick gets to tonight's game, I got a question. Did you get hazard pay for last Sunday's game? Uh, I did not. The only thing that I really was looking for was I was hoping that the catering up here in the press box would turn to espresso because the coffee was not doing it in keeping me awake. 
Okay, well then do do me a favor before we get into tonight's game because it's not necessarily, I would say, the one with the most playoff implications. Talk to us about the progress of sports in Vegas from your perspective as somebody that's been covering since 87. VGK, you've got a baseball team coming, the Raiders. Just give us your yep. overview. We'd love to hear it. It's, you know, it's it's just phenomenal. You know, it, for me, it's beyond covering from 87. It's being a kid here in 1972 Growing up, you know, a, a fan of listening to Howard Cosell and Don Meredith and Frank Gifford and, and you know, and always asking the question to, to people going, why can't we get an NFL team? And, and, of course, back then you don't understand that you could get up and down the strip in about 12 minutes and, uh, you know, there's not enough people in town to support a pro team. So to watch it grow from that is even bigger than watching it grow from 87, the second Final Four team uh, from UNLV, um, and I just, you know, I think it's it's incredible, to be honest with you. I mean, just, you know, I, what I think most is incredible for me beyond the WNBA and, and, of course, the NHL and the Stanley Cup here in six years is that the how adamant the NFL was less than, what was it, 10 years ago that you couldn't advertise, I believe it was, um, less than 10 years ago, if not right around 10 years ago, you couldn't advertise during the Super Bowl for the city. The, the, the uh, you know, what, what happens here stays here slogan, just, you know, Vegas advertising during the Super Bowl, buying a commercial was taboo. They would not allow it. Now there's an NFL city here. The Super Bowl will be here in a couple of months. That, to me, is what's wild, is how adamant the NFL was about just disassociating itself with Las Vegas. And, what? Willie, I'll just say quickly about SoFi. I've been there. It's more flashy. It costs a lot more money. I love Allegiant Stadium. I don't know how you feel about it. Very easy to get in and out of. It's just a very – I like the vibe of Allegiant. Yeah, and I like what they're doing in and around it. I think that there's a lot of developers that are doing some good things. You know, just just in the last couple of years, we got the – you know, it's, it kind of reminds me of – and I'm sure there's there's other places. I just – you know – I don't do a lot of traveling for coverage as AP has somebody in every city, but as a fan, when I've gone around and just visited friends around the country, I remember the first time I went to St. Louis to a Cardinals game and ballpark visiting ballpark village, which was across the street from center field and how you had this sort of just facility with restaurants and, you know, and, and, and before a game you had radio stations going doing live remotes and, and whatnot outside and, and, and you're getting that sort of uh, across from the uh, west side of the stadium with, with Terribles building up. The, there's a parking garage, and then, of course, there's going to be restaurants and facilities and different things you can do. So you're having a lot of places built up in and around the area, which I think just adds to the dynamic of, you know, the whole Vegas theme and the stadium with the, with the Lanai doors and seeing the strip from one end of, of the stadium. I wish they'd open those doors, by the way. So, yeah, I, it's, it's, I haven't been to SoFi yet, but um, I think Allegiant's gorgeous, you know, and, and I, I just think it adds to the, uh, to the many venues we now have. Have you guys, has, have either one of you checked out the Sphere yet? I have not. No. Have you? Oh, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I went to, I went to what see did you a see? U2 concert and, Oh my gosh! It was it it, it it is wild. It is just it's absolutely incredible to watch the scenery behind what's going on. Like I can't wait now to see what they're going to do for the NHL draft because that facility is phenomenal. Anybody that thinks that it, they can't pull things off in there, um, I, here let's put it this way: I can't wait for the NHL draft. But you know who I can't wait to come in and take over that place and absolutely flip it upside down is Dana White. 
because if there's anybody that's going to do some wild stuff in there, once he gets his hand, he loves that place. And once he gets UFC in there and, and maybe a power slap event, it's going to be absolutely wild. What? That's I like awesome. That. I That's like great that to hear. Down. So yeah. you two, you two, I, I, I what, just one last, I promise, last question. Was it disconcerting yeah, as far as, like, were you thrown off with the visuals or was it awesome? No, it was awesome. It was breathtaking. It was stunning. Okay. It was remarkable. It was, I mean, I can't even begin to explain to you, like, the visuals. And you know what else? The sound. Like, the acoustics were just, I mean, which they have to be, right? Um, like, in, in Allegiant, I don't know what it's like to sit in the stands from the press box. It can be distorted at times where we're sitting because we're way up high by the time the reverberation. T-Mobile, they actually built within the uh, the walls of the arena to, to be amplified for the hockey games, to be loud. That's why it's so loud. Um, but I think in the sphere, it's, it's built for exactly what you get, and that's ex eccentric sound, which was just, I mean, you know, U2 is great. I don't know if I would pay four or five hundred dollars for a ticket, but it's well worth it for with the scenery that you get and and the videos and the visuals that they unfold during the during the show. I have to be honest. I hope the breakdown and the game itself is as exciting as your description of the sphere. I can't wait to get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is anywhere near. This game will not even hold a candle to that concert. <laughs> Let well, why don't we start here? The Antonio okay. Pierce hunting the job, like, is it yeah. a legit shot that he has, and do the players want him? Well, as of right now, I think the players, <laughs> I think it goes beyond Antonio Pierce in terms of what's going on and what we're seeing with this team. Um, you know, I, I, I think more than anything, what he's done is he, he's given them a sense of sort of unity rather than separation from the coaching staff, which we saw with Josh McDaniel. So I, I think that the locker room still is embracing him despite the losing streak that they're on since he, you know, he, he, they win the first two giants and the jets take that for what it's worth. But then again, you look at the giants on a little bit of a surge right now, the jets, the one thing that they've clung to is, is their defense. So um, that being said, they face some, some uh, superior competition. They don't have a legitimate quarterback, it, you know, in terms of, seasoned that can get in there and, you know, and run an office methodically like they've had in the past, not saying Derek Carr is an elite quarterback, but he's better than the three that are here now. So I think that he was sort of handed a full deck, see what you can do with it. And I think more than anything, it's about the chemistry and what you can build and, and at least show some competitiveness as that. And let's just say this, okay. As terrible a game as it looked like the defense held Minnesota to three points. It came dead. I mean, it came down to the second half in a field goal. It was more or less execution on offense and a couple of mistakes that, where they were driving the ball. So the defense isn't bad. Antonio Pierce has a defensive mind. He was a defensive guy. So I do think that he's in consideration. I think that Mark Davis is aware of the mistake he possibly made with Rich Passaccia a couple of years ago, and I don't think he wants to make it again. So I think he's weighing every option leading down the path here to the final four games. Well, we've got a short minute or so left here. Do you think when you look at this team, they ha they're handcuffed by the salaries they're paying the pre previous coaches? Will that be a factor in who the new head coach is here? No, I don't think so because it's not going to weigh into the salary cap. And Mark Davis, you know, um, you know, I, I mean, Gruden's going to – that's a tough salary. to, And I think McDaniels is going to land somewhere as a coordinator because he's a decent coordinator, so – Okay, last question. Would you lay the three tonight with your Raiders? 
Well, they're not mine, but I I, I, would, I, I tend to lean toward the under in this one um, more than anything. Ten of the last, I believe it's ten of the last 14 have gone over, if I'm not mistaken, or ten of the last 13 have stayed under. Now, the posted totals in those games were a lot higher, yes, but in perspective, they also had better, better quarterbacks. So I think when you weigh in consideration the quarterbacks that we're talking about and the defensive units, let's not forget that Khalil Mack had six sacks against Aiden O'Connell in his NFL debut. Max Crosby's playing with a purpose right now. I just saw that there's a, that there's sources are saying Josh Jacobs won't play. So um, and I'm going to give you another one real quick, a player prop. Jacoby Meyer scores the game's first touchdown. He has Love scored, that. I believe, I think he has 10 of the, 10 of the team's first t- touchdowns this season. So without Jacobs, Adams is a decoy. Look for Myers to get the first TD. We'll grab the number on that coming back. Willie Ramirez, we needed exactly what you gave us. AP, the Sporting Tribune. Thank you, Willie. Enjoy the game. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Okay. Willie G. Ramirez on Twitter. We'll come back with that number next. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at avalonwaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, $5 tonight, DraftKings, football, NBA. Get 150 in bonus bets instantly using the promo code SHARP, S H A R P. Again, download the DraftKings app, and remember, every day, every better. No sweat, same game parlay. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Got your back. I'm all Shaw Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings. Did you pull up the number that Willie was talking about as far as first touchdown scorer there, big guy? Kobe Myers, my second favorite law firm. Uh, first touchdown score for him is 9-1. to one. Okay, 9-1. to one. Uh, okay, I'll play your game, by the way. What's your first favorite? I actually don't know. I just said that because I didn't want to say it was my favorite. Because remember those old commercials, Jacoby and Myers? Yeah, I do, actually. It's not bad. Uh, okay, fellas. 
We have we've all we've got some plays uh, coming up on tonight's game. There was a couple other things I wanted to oh quickly wanted to ask you both about your opinion. You know we haven't discussed the Otani deal with the Dodgers. Dustin said it well during the break. Just before we get to our plays here on the way out for a Thursday, the Dodgers while they still won. I don't know, off the top of mind. They won their division last year. How many games did they win? Still win close to 100? Yeah, I want to say 98 or 99. I was going to say 98. I felt like 99 wins, so yeah. right there, right around 100. So on a year where they were trying to – 100. Not this, 100 games. Okay, so a year where the Dodgers were planning for this year. Friedman, the president, is always thinking big picture. So they still won 100 games, got bounced early in the postseason, as we know, but they were planning for this year, and obviously the big ticket was Otani. Otani signed the $700 million deal, and it deferred all his money, essentially. Um, this is legal within the collective bargained agreement, so it's not like the Dodgers did something shady, but it certainly got people all pissed off. The reason Otani can do this, from what I read, is he makes about $45 million per, so annually, in endorsements of all. So he, he'll start getting the $700 million right around the age of 40. It's a pretty good deal if you're Shohei Otani. Yeah, absolutely right. And uh, this is a great move by the Dodgers, right? They save a ton of money on the luxury tax. Now, I'm not sure exactly why, but it's my understanding that it's going to be $46 million counted towards the luxury tax, whereas it would have been 70 normally. So they're saving $240 million in the luxury tax uh, potential fines or being over that number. And for Otani, this is fantastic. Chances are he'll probably eventually settle back in Japan. And when he's collecting that money, guys, he is not going to be paying California taxes on that. So big 13% savings right there. That's huge when you think about that on $700 million roughly, 13%. Not bad if you can save about almost $91, $92 million. Yeah. It's um it's money that is gonna it's it's gonna take a special plan to what the, like if you're making forty five per over the next ten years just off endorsements and then you're getting seven hundred million. This is it's it's a different level of money. And I remember Dustin when we were doing the show together years ago, we were talking about Bryce Harper at the time potentially signing a five hundred million dollar deal. And people were like, "That's crazy! No baseball player is getting five hundred million. That's true because one just got seven hundred million. <laughs> yeah, and he's the only one that is capable of earning that. Like no one else can do what he does when you know he's one hundred percent healthy. I think this is kind of a statement too from Otani based on what he dealt with in Anaheim, the lack of competition, not going to the postseason, not contending for World Series. He's like, look, I'm going to get my money, but I also want to win. Like, he's giving the team the flexibility now to still go out and make a ton of moves because he's not factored into the payroll at all. I love during the story, they said he got um, also for regular, and then they made the distinction during the postseason, he also got a sweep that he can use for friends and family and the Dodgers provided him with his interpreter. It's like, you don't think the 700 million could have helped him get sweet tickets and interpreter. <laughs> like, but, no, if Shohei was thing. like on StubHub, he probably could have landed a suite for as much money as he's making. I wouldn't know about this, but uh, I do know people who have money and it seems as though when, when you have a lot of money, for some reason you get more free things. It, it, it's mind boggling. It truly yeah. is. What you said is such an accurate statement, especially in this town. It's everywhere. It, it's, it's everywhere. Listen, Call up, if you're in Indianapolis, call up the Pacers and say, look, 
you're a representative for Peyton Manning. He wants some seats. He'll be down. Just try it. At worst, what are they going to say? No to you? Just well, they already give you the seats. You go, oh, you know what? He had a last-minute thing pop up. He couldn't make it. Trust me. Make dinner reservations under some celebrity. Not somebody too famous, but just slightly famous enough where they know who they are. You're getting in. Yeah, boy, I believe what you're describing, big guy, is what they call the law of attraction, <laughs> where, where the donks that just get everything, it just keeps on coming. So you got a $700 million jet. You know what we'll do? We'll throw in a suite. Yeah. You know what we'll do? We'll throw in an interpreter. Just everything gets more attraction. I don't know. It's crazy. Anyway, I went over 30 and a half pass attempts for stick. Um, look, and this is coming from a, sh a sharp kid that you and I both know. Uh, he talks about props all the time, and it's a, you know, the Raiders have let each of their last four teams face them. Of course, the quarterback throw for 33-plus attempts, and the Chargers are throwing the fourth mo attempt, most attempts per game. So they're running the ball less. I actually saw somebody talking earlier today about making a business decision on Eckler. Eckler is going to play, so I don't know what that – was entailing uh, quickly. It looks like Devonte Adams' illness is going to play, and Max Crosby as well is. Are, they, they look like they are going to give it a go tonight, boys. This is interesting, but look, uh, one thing about Crosby, it doesn't surprise me. Just based on the way he gives an effort, it doesn't come as a shock. And Devonte Adams, same thing, professional. Uh, you know, we talk about guys making business decisions, but these guys have gotten to where they are because they played hard all the time. We were talking during the break, you know, uh, Max was from the Dallas area, going, ends up going to Eastern Michigan, and nobody thought he'd be a Division One player, let alone an NFL player. And Patrick talked about a quick twitch athlete, incredible motor. I mean, he's he's fantastic. And so I don't think it should come as a total surprise that those two guys are going to give it a go tonight. I think, and again, I tried to sell it. It's a... I guess, light recommendation with the Raiders. Joss had them on the 155 money line. I'll lay the three just because I think it comes, the motivation is there. Uh, uh, the quote from Mark Davis to The Athletic today, quote, I'd like them to get the job, talking about the general manager and Antonio Pierce. So they're coaching for their jobs uh, here with the Raiders and the coaching staff. I'll lay it with the uh, Raiders and the Chargers, the opposite right yeah. now. I, I think it's a good angle. I, I Look, I'll start with the weird prop that I have. Brandon Bolden, anytime touchdown, 14 to one, first touchdown, 39 to one. Why is it a weird prop? Well, he doesn't have a carry yet this year. That's why. So it's out there. We're, we're going deep because it's one of those games where I want to be watching right up till the end, hoping he gets on the field and somehow finds his way in the end zone. Don't go crazy with it, folks. Uh, I'm on Eckler over four and a half receptions. It's actually plus money, which surprised me because you have a first-time starting quarterback in stick. I think he's going to use him a lot in the passing game. And when you look, there's no Keenan Allen. Austin Eckler a year ago played seven games without Keenan Allen. In those games, he averaged over seven receptions in those. His number set at four and a half plus, plus money. We'll go plus 110 on Eckler over four and a half receptions. And then I have to find a way to, to beat up on this Chargers secondary. Uh, Hunter Renfro is how I'm going to attack it. Over 23 and a half receiving yards. He's gone over that in three straight. O'Connell needs to get his confidence up with some short throws early over the middle. They seem to have a connection because his numbers have been good lately. It's a way to attack this bad Chargers pass defense with a short nut to crack. Chargers allow the fifth most receiving yards per game to wide receivers at 174 per. So we'll go Renfro over. Uh, his receiving yards, Eckler over receptions, and we're going to get weird with Bolden anytime TD and first TD 39 to 1. Get loose as a goose. Good job, big guy. By the way, as we were talking about Otani, the press conference here in Los Angeles 
at Dodger Stadium is about to go down in minutes. And the Dodgers just tweeted out, welcome to Dodger Stadium, Stadium, pardon me, Shohei and Ipe. Ipe is his translator. That guy, That's I knew I should have paid attention in Spanish class. What a freaking gig. Well, you're taking, like, if, if Shohei just made a 700 million, what do you think he pays his interpreter? No, well, you should have taken his Japanese class. <laughs> but my point is, the interpreter, yeah, you're right. My point is, the interpreter is getting paid by the Dodgers, but. Yeah. Shohei's definitely paying him as well. The, the Mets interpreter for Kodai Senga flew with them to Japan to try to get Yamamoto to sign, and he's apparently a, a quote-unquote paid as a member of the Mets front office. Those guys make bank. Well, what do you think the Christmas tip is from Shohei for his interpreter Straight when he just got paid $700 million? <laughs> it's a briefcase. Like, like, any amount is kind of insulting. If you're the interpreter, you're like, dude, I know exactly how much you make. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like, so yeah, he's dude. like, here's 100 million. He's like, 100 million to make 45 off the off the field. Do you think like that guy has to invoice him for Ubers, or does he have Shohei's credit card <laughs> on his Uber account on his phone? I think he's got but the also, card on the Uber account. Yeah, but also like you, Shohei feels like. Emboldened to him, like he feels like that guy is his lifeline. Well, that guy so could also like, mess things up for him. You better treat yeah, him right. He, he, could be, he could be like, dude, you want you want right quotes, right? You, you want this? You want this to go smoothly? Do you, Shohei? It's Christmas. All right. Anyway, boys, have a good one. I'm off to the dentist. I cannot wait. Applebaum, Anderson, White, and Ramirez. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow here on Sharp Money. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.